Hey y'all, welcome back to Keeping It Brief. I'm your host, Annika. Um, so today, we're going to be talking about a, you know, known case. Well, hopefully it's known. Um, and it's pretty crazy if I'm honest with you. But before we hop into the case, I wanted to go ahead and give y'all a quick life update. It's currently the summer here where I go to university, so we're just kind of chilling, hanging out. It's really why I've been able to post so many videos. But I will be starting work soon, you know, because I'm a working girl. I got bills to pay. So, you know, just keep that in mind. Hopefully, y'all keep watching because I'm definitely going to try my best to continue to post. So... Without further ado, we're going to get into the case, Tenet v. Doe, 544 U.S. 1, 2005. So, the petitioner of this case was John Doe, right? The respondent is George J. Tenet, and it was argued on January 11, 2005, decided on March 2, 2005. So, one thing that I noticed with this case is that it happened really quick. A lot of the cases that I've researched or looked into, it started the previous year or even five years before and wasn't decided until, you know, five years after or two years after. And this case was a unanimous decision, which basically just means everyone agreed. So, let's hop into the facts. Now, don't dog me on my pronunciation of this word. Uh, I speak very weirdly. So, there was a writ of certiori to the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. Basically, a husband and a wife duo filed a suit for compensation against the CIA after the CIA had not paid them for their espionage expeditions during the Cold War. Now, espionage basically means spies. They were spies together. What a cute couple, Bonnie and Clyde moment, all of that. So they were, you know, doing that. They're not getting paid for it. They're pretty upset. And before this case reached the Court of Appeals, the district courts had denied the government's dismissal of the case, finding that the tenant's claims were not barred by Toten v. United States, 92 U.S. 105. Um, basically, that case had set in a precedent that suits against the government based on espionage agreements were prohibited. Now, what did I just say? Toten v. United States basically made this case not even possible to be had and yet the district courts denied the government's dismissal of the case based on the precedent so what's going on right additionally the ninth circuit agreed that some of the respondents claims could not be barred by toten and therefore should proceed therefore the case got bumped to the supreme court now what it means by some of the respondents claims could not be barred it means that 
you know, some of them did fall under Toten and should have been dismissed. Like, the case should not have happened. But other sidebar claims, you know, could have still happened regardless of Toten, is what they're saying. So they're trying to argue that the claims that aren't covered by Toten is exactly why the case should continue to go forward. So let's go ahead and do some key vocabulary. Now, we talked about espionage. It's the practice of spying or the use of spies to obtain political and military information, right? Husband and wife, espionage duo during the Cold War, not getting paid, right? The writ of certiorari um, is a writ or order by which a higher court reviews a decision of a lower court. So in this case, the writ sent to the United States Court of Appeals, um, oh, I said that all wrong. So the writ came from the Supreme Court to the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, basically being like, hey, we're the Supreme Court, we're going to take this case, and then the lower court has to release the case to them for it to move forward. And then I also added another key vocabulary word, gray mail, which is an individual lawsuit brought to force the CIA to settle a case based on fear of litigation, revealing classified information of CIA covert operations. Basically, if you're a spy, people shouldn't know you're a spy. And this is a very public case, like court cases, the dockets are shared, people will know. And so in order to not expose the government, you know, this lawsuit basically is trying to force the CIA to expose classified information about what they were doing during the Cold War in order to pay them. Like, they'd have to admit that they had spies. And we're the United States, so we can't be admitting that, right? So that's what gray mail means. So what did the court find? What was the holding? So the Supreme Court held that Tennant's case was barred by the Toten ruling. Like we were talking about, Toten v. United States basically says, you know, any suits against the government based on espionage agreements were prohibited. So the Supreme Court unanimously agreed that Toten barred this case from moving forward. Backtracking again, unanimous means every single judge on the Supreme Court held that Toten barred this case. They stated that the contract between the president and the secret agents was intended to be secret as that is the entire point of an espionage agreement. Like, use a spy, you're a secret, right? And that because the contract's purpose is for a secret. The respondent even bringing it to a court or filing a lawsuit for its enforcement is incompatible with its purpose. So basically, the Supreme Court said, because you brought this to us, this contract to us, but it's a contract for secret government stuff, we're not supposed to know. Like, you're bringing it to light 
it's supposed to be a secret. You know, they heighten, they heighten some tea, some espionage tea, right? Uh, 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 um, it's crazy, right, too, that you would think if you're a spy, you wouldn't want other people to know you're a spy. Basically, they brought this case so publicly that let's say somebody from the Cold War has a bone to pick with them. They're dead, like, dead. So, that was a mistake. However, there's always a however in a lot of these cases. The Toten Rule precludes judicial review in cases where the sole argument is based on the existence of their secret agreement with the government. The simple proceedings of this case would result in gray mail and require the government to give privileges on a case-by-case -case basis, uh, which allows risk to the perception that the government is confirming or denying relationships within individual plaintiffs. So, back to what we were talking about, gray mail, right? It's when the lawsuits force the CIA to settle a case based on fear of litigation revealing classified information, right? So what they say when it's going to result in gray mail, they mean if people start knowing that the CIA is settling some cases and not others, then people will know which cases have government secrets and which cases do not. And we can't be having that as the United States government, as the CIA. That is revealing our secrets. That is a big no-no. So, the Supreme Court said, done, we're not doing that. This case, tenant v. Doe, not going to happen not going to hear it not even going to consider hearing it so what do y'all think do you think that the supreme court should have allowed this case to move forward do you believe that the government should continue to keep its secrets from its citizens i mean if we are honest i know all of us really love to know the government tea and what's going on but should we know? Is it our right to know? I mean, sometimes secrets keep us safe. So you all let me know what you think about Tenant v. Doe. And maybe drop some other cases in the comments about what you think I should cover next. Alright y'all, you have an outstanding, amazing day. And hopefully I see y'all soon.